Hello again out there in uh, Bird Lane. It's Hanson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of uh, For the Birds. I had a little cold snap uh, midweek there. Uh, good old January being January like it used to be, you know? Yeah, that felt, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Love the single digits. What, what was the high uh, on Tuesday? I, I know I saw negative 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did it get above zero? I'm not sure it did. I, we had about negative 10 here, but it did record about negative 30 with the wind chill factor. So a lot of people keeping yeah. their eye on the wind chill these days, you know. Yeah, yeah, oh, lots of fun. But it was only one of those, uh, you know, it was a one-day a one day thing or 24-hour thing, and then uh, it got a little more, uh, you know, more, a little more reasonable. Um, not like those three- or four-day uh, stretches that really can get uh, tiresome, you know? Oh, yeah. I remember, I don't know, maybe three or five years ago, just one winter where it seemed like the majority of the days of the winter were single digits or below zero. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, we had that little ice event. And um, in the midst of that, um, I've been telling you about all the turkeys that come to the feeder now. Um, they, um, they emerged from that, uh, but they, the turkeys, they got to be the toughest birds in the world. They were, f- they were ice covered, but they, at some point they got into one of our burdock patches. So they were covered with burdock and ice, and they were at the feeder. And it was like this... I mean, just like this, they'd gone through this incredible event. And, um, you know, I don't know where the burdock patch was, but they certainly got in to get the seeds. But they were, a lot of them, a lot of them ended up on their feathers and then the ice on top of that. So it was kind of a funny thing. They were sort of, but they got to be a tough, they got to be tough birds. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel for uh, turkeys and, and owls and raptors in general that, uh, that either forage on the ground or hunt mice um it, uh, you know under the snow and when you get a crust of ice like that it makes it makes it tough for a lot of the birds for sure and, and of course the turkeys probably don't like the bitter cold weather but they're enjoying that little crust because um, it's a little easy to travel between the, the different yeah, different yeah, yeah. different spots but not good for uh, if you're if you're hunting uh if you're hunting mice for sure yeah, that's for sure. We uh, when we last talked, we talked about our our famous eagle that's supposed to be in Japan uh, via Russia. And last time we checked, we didn't know where it was in Maine, but lo and behold, it did turn up in Maine again, right? Yes, uh, the Stellar's sea eagle has reemerged uh, this time in Booth Bay Harbor. So it was in um, uh, St. George, no Georgetown, sorry, um, near Bath, Maine. And uh, it was in that area for, I don't know, several days, maybe a week. And then it disappeared again. Um, and I think it only went missing this time for a couple of days uh, and then reemerged. And it's been seen uh, this past week, uh, Booth Bay Harbor. Um, apparently near the aquarium is a favorite spot. I don't, I don't know of the aquarium in that, uh, in that region, but uh, it's being seen. Um, this bird is going to stick around. Uh, you know, it may continue to move around the coast and head north, but um, this bird is not going to Japan this winter, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a friend that recently moved from uh, Vermont to that region, and uh, she posted a picture, like, you know, discovering what was going on out in the world near Booth Bay. And I said, have you, have you seen the eagle? And she said no, but she did stumble upon uh, numerous people with big telescopes and cameras, and she thought a celebrity was in town. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, there is. <laughs> this is like a real, uh, a natural celebrity for sure. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, birders are like the paparazzi here. Yeah. And she thought some, uh, you know, I think it was one of those, um, you know, I used to be in the media and we used to, you know, try to find people. And once in a while, you, you know, people think, oh, I think they're over there. Go try to find them or whatever. And someone would, you know, jump in their car and go somewhere. So she said there was a lot of that going on, too, because, like, I think people thought there were sightings. So they, they would hop in and, and try to go get it and whatever. And there would be a you know little bit of activity. But she would, she had no idea what was going on. But I told her that's what the, uh, the big event was. It was this uh, Stellar's Eagle that's a celebrity of sorts in the coast of Maine. But she didn't. She didn't go um, get to see it herself. She hasn't seen it herself yet. But uh, I think um, she's right near it. So I, eventually, over time, I bet she'll uh, she'll stumble upon it. So, um, gosh, it's already halfway through the uh, show weekend uh, edition of For the Birds. Anson and Chip, Chip with the North Branch Nature Center in Montpelier. We've been talking about some birds. Um, I think we've got a goshawk here at the uh, at the farm. My brother, I have not seen it, but my brother has seen it. That's an exciting bird. Talk about another powerful raptor. Uh, you have one of the, the larger, well, it's the largest occipiter in Vermont uh, related to sharp shin hawk and Cooper's hawk and, and probably the bane of people who keep chickens at home. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the fox took care of our, no, actually the, 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 uh, the thing that finally got our final chickens uh, in late fall was a mink, believe it or not. We had a mink. Ah, wow. Um, and I saw him out by, he was out by our, our bird feeder one day, he poked his head up and then, um, a couple of days later, he actually went right into the barn and, uh, wow. and got him. So it was, uh, but that never had happened before. We don't have a lot of water. We have a little fire pond back of the barn, but we don't have a lot of water around us, but they'll, they'll venture away from the water, I guess. Huh? Yeah. And the goshawk has been uh, frequenting the neighborhood. And, yeah, it's been in the it's um, been in, been in the front fields, and um, he's seen it a couple of times. So I'm, I, I think it's you know uh, sticking around if we can get enough food, you know. Yeah, they, you know they do. Um, they nest in Vermont, um, you know, in, in more in isolated or um, uh, secluded forest settings, uh, mature forests in Vermont. So they're a, a, a nesting species, but hard to see. They can be very secretive. They don't, uh, you know, you rarely see them out in the open like a red-tailed hawk or a, a broadwing hawk soaring um, above a field. So it's not an easy bird to find in Vermont. Uh, they're around all winter. They do migrate south to some degree, but some stick around. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's usually people find them by accidentally stumbling upon a nesting pair uh, and they uh, they let you know that you're not welcome in the area when you do that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of neat. So but um, what about we haven't talked about snowy owls? I guess you stumbled upon a snowy owl recently. Yeah, there, you know, there was a uh, little surge of snowy owl sightings early. I shouldn't use that word, surge. It it's, has different connotations now, doesn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> there was an influx of snowy owls earlier in the winter, including in the, in the Connecticut River Valley. Um, and, but there haven't been as many sightings recently, but there has been one on the Colchester Causeway. 
So that's a, uh, if you're looking for a good winter outing, uh, put on your ice skates and, <laughs> you, you know, you can walk the causeway, but it can be slippery at times. But uh, if you walk the causeway uh, that goes out into the lake, the, the snowy owl has been hanging out. Uh, I last saw it last week and it was out on the ice. Things have, the lake has been freezing up there, of course, uh, and it was just sitting out on the ice. Uh, looks to be a young bird, a lot of, uh, a lot of dark um, black barring on the on the belly, so uh, either a young male or a young female, perhaps. Uh, but it's uh, it's pretty easy snowy owl to find if you walk the causeway. Yeah, yeah you definitely want to uh, dress up for that little uh, um, trek. Yeah, it's always it's always seems to be extra windy out there because you're out in the middle of the lake, and it can be icy, so you need to you know um, be careful. Um, uh, maybe wear some some spikes uh, if you head out there. Um, I saw it a couple times now. One time it was perched in the, one of the trees lining the causeway uh, closer to the South Hero, um, I'm sorry, or the Grand Isle County line. The, the county line cuts right across the causeway there. Uh, but also this one time out on the ice uh, on the Colchester side, uh, so uh, keep your eyes out if you're or make a special trip, and uh, this may may be uh, one of the few snowy owls that are in Vermont this winter. Yeah, good stuff. Well, we have uh, we run out of time. Everyone enjoy uh, enjoy January. Try to embrace winter if you can. Um, careful on the ice, of course, and um, we'll we'll catch up, I guess, next week. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds. <laughs>